everybody. Welcome to episode two of Ringside Radio. This is Grim Chorizo. Katrina Cena. And Schlocky Joe. Here to bring you our second part of our podcast. So, it is November now, officially. October's over. The month of two pay-per-views. Battleground, which we covered last time. One really lame. Which we won't. We'll try not to talk about because that was bad. But we just got off of Hell in a Cell, or yeah, Hell in a Cell, and I thought that was a, that was pretty solid. That's pretty, pretty solid good. compared yeah. to the last two we had. <laughs> so, how about we back it up to about where we left off on the last last podcast, which would have been around the time we knew John Cena was returning. Woo! Um, Dan O'Brien. Okay, so. Since our last podcast, uh, the Rhodes family got their jobs back, and that's not all. They are the new tag team champions, or I guess a few weeks now, but still, it's awesome. It's, it's, what do you guys think about them being the ones that take the belts off to the shield? Yeah, I think it's like, they, it was the perfect people to do it, because they can't just have like some small name beat the shield for it, mm-hmm. they, they, and they're both such a big name because of their... Dynasty of the family yeah. and stuff, so it's a good, definitely a good choice. Yeah. I think it provided a great, especially in the PG era now, they have to really do things that are PG but that are also entertaining. And I think one way they try to do that is to really like make people feel what's happening, make people really feel like they're in the middle of it. And having this family story involved, I think, really contributed a lot to audience participation and. You know, you saw the locker room come out and congratulate them. And, you know, Dusty was there. And, you know, the the interesting thing about the Rhodes family is that Dustin and Cody are so far apart in age. Like, when I was, like, five, I remember seeing Dustin wrestle in WCW as the natural Dustin Rhodes. And, you know, Cody's about my age. So, you know, Dustin was an adult when I was very young. And so it's almost like they're a generation apart. So it's almost like three generations yeah even though it's only two generations. Yeah. So it was, it was very unique. It was a very good moment. I think that a lot of people could really get into and get behind. And, you know, the credibility of such a prestigious family in the business taking the titles from The Shield, because The Shield has been on such a roll mm-hmm. since their debut a year ago. I mean, it, it was definitely, a I think, a defining moment, something that people are going to talk about for quite a while. Yeah, definitely. It was that... It's got to be up there for one of the best matches of the year. That yes. just that, it, that I think so, excitement yeah. in that main event, and I think when you when you knew they won at uh, Battleground, you knew they were going to get a title shot eventually. And when yeah. they got it, and it was put on the main event, I just remember being like, "This is it!" Like, yeah. And yep. uh, Big Show's involvement was I I didn't find it like it take away or anything because really he's he's become a pretty big part of the of the storylines as of late, but. Yes, at uh, least he's not crying every week. Yes. Yeah, I know we yes. touched on that last <laughs> last yeah. podcast, but man. Yeah, so the Rhodes are tag champs. Uh, what else? Daniel Bryan and Orton being the top, I guess, feud. Feud. What? Uh, it was announced that I don't know if we knew this last podcast, but Shawn Michaels was the special referee in Hell in a Cell. I don't think we knew that last and time. So... Because I would have been screaming about yeah, it. So we had, <laughs> Definitely. We were all very excited about that. And... Yeah, I mean, uh, I do like how they like left it up for a vote, but when she saw Shawn Michaels, you knew he was... Oh, yeah. yeah. There was no way... Well, see, here's the thing. I saw Booker T and I was like, nah, Booker T's alright. And I yeah. saw Bob Backlund and I was like, dude, because yeah. <laughs> Bob Backlund yeah. is so... <laughs> Funny, yeah. and he's so animated, and I'm—I know I'm overly animated about things, so I guess I can kind of relate <laughs> to that. So I was like, "Yeah, I want to see Backlund in there." But if you think about it, you, he has so much ADHD; he couldn't be a ref any better than I could. Come on! Yeah. But as soon as you saw Shawn Michaels, you oh, knew yeah. everybody freaking. There was there. You knew it was going to be. Oh, yeah. There was no. Yeah. There, was, there was no way it was yeah. anybody else. Yeah. So we got our match. Shawn Michaels guaranteed there would be a WWE champion, and there is. He, he was right. It was yes, not exactly... no longer the champion. Yeah. <laughs> it was not exactly what uh, most were hoping for, as Shawn doing what he does best, betraying his friends, <laughs> kicked Daniel Bryan in the face, and one, two, three, Randy Orton wins the title again. 
I would like to defend Sean for a moment and point out that in 2002, it was Triple H that betrayed that him. That is true. <laughs> okay? That is true. Sean's my guy, so I have to defend him, even though I'm not happy with what he did. So, how about that Hell in a Cell match, main event, Brian and Orton, other than the fact of the ending, which really, it's it wasn't a bad ending. It was a good ending. It was just mm-hmm. kind of like, oh! It was too predictable. That is That's my true. only thing. And I'm not one who sits here and complains and complains and complains about everything creative does. But it was too predictable. I, it would have been much less predictable had Sean, quote-unquote, done the right thing. Yeah. Or even had Sean, you know, put the boots to Randy. Yeah. Who, who we knew from the beginning, he was saying, you know, I've never liked Randy Orton. I train Brian. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I think that would have actually been less predictable because I think so many fans were, you know, thinking that this is this was the way it was going to go. Yeah, the title yeah. was going like back was, on Randy. It was set up just for the... Betrayal, but I was thinking like, okay, even though in my head I was like, obviously Sean will betray and Orton will win, but I didn't. I was like, what? What's that? What good is that going to do? And we just had Triple H do the same thing, and now we have Sean doing it. But I mean, it's over now, and it's working. They're doing stuff with it, but you know, it would have had that been nice to have that as a satisfaction of uh, Daniel Bryan walking out the champ. But mm-hmm. it was pretty sweet to see a segment between. Brian and Sean on Raw, even though it was you know, putting the yes lock on <laughs> Shawn Michaels, but it was pretty cool. Sean's tapping like crazy. But yeah, the match itself was was, it was pretty pretty good. Yeah, I thought good match, I thought it had some innovative stuff like the ch- pile of chairs. Mm-hmm. I thought that yeah. was pretty pretty cool. Yeah, it was about like ten chairs. <laughs> yeah, and then the, what was a superplex on them? Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which, they barely hit them, which yeah. is good, because yeah. if they had landed on them, oh my gosh. That felt good. But that was a pretty cool moment. That was probably one of the most memorable like spots in it, I guess. I mean, it was yeah. a good overall match, but that one really stood out to me. as like, and it was Brian who got out all the chairs, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, he's oh, just tossing them in there. Yeah. And he got every chair that was under there. Then. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. Uh, so now Sean is quote unquote heel, I guess. But I don't know if he's really going to stick around or if it's just like a you know part time kind of thing. So we'll yeah. have to see where that goes. But Dana Bryan's not the champion. Randy Orton is. What would this be like? Eleven or ten or something? Or is that mm-hmm. is that not is that too high? I don't really know. Title reigns? Yeah. Oh gosh. It's got to be a lot. It, it's been quite a few. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm not actually sure. I'm really bad at numbers. Of, yeah. I don't even know how many times. My guy is. Yeah. <laughs> well, now he's got it again, and um, Big Show is kind of doing the Stone Cold thing where he comes in and like busts in because he's fired now. Now he's banned from WWE for life. We'll see how long that. <laughs> yeah. Lasts. Let's see how that works. For Probably. Everybody. I'm I mean, SmackDown. Yeah. I'm guessing it's when he'll yeah, be. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of interesting with it being Big Show. I guess I don't know. Like I think I said on the last one, it just feels like. He's doing more now than he has in the past, like... Mm-hmm. He's doing things of significance. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, people are paying attention. He he shows up, and they're excited because they want to see Yeah, the crowd really is excited. And I agree. It is kind of like Stone Cold, you know, sticking it to your boss. Mm-hmm. And so it it's the most interesting thing Big Show's been involved in for quite some time, yeah. I agree. Yeah. But I just, I don't, I don't understand yeah. how they had him going from, you know, being the big crybaby and super <laughs> sensitive about everything to being almost like a stone cold. Yeah, being like, like a BA, like, ma, I exactly. don't care what you say, yeah. I'm gonna defy you, and it doesn't really make sense because that was almost like an overnight thing. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing with, like, Big Show, though, he's been in the business for so long, it's they're probably running out of things for him to do. 1997, that is yeah, a long time. that's crazy. And I don't, he hasn't really done anything like this, like he has. Yeah, yeah. But he right. is one of the guys where they'll flip from face to heel. They really do, yeah. He, it's like him and Kane because they're monsters. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, they're like monsters. So you want to see I'm them. I'm the Kool-Aid pitcher. <laughs> you want to see the monsters as big dominant, yeah. you know, but then eventually that doesn't work and they got to turn face. So they do that a lot with People like Big Show and Kane. But, uh, so, uh, so on, I guess I was going to say on SmackDown, but it's not really SmackDown Raw anymore. Either way, the world title scene, Cena returns at Hell in a Cell, mm-hmm. and Knox Del Rio off wins the world title, and... I sat very quietly the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I promise. Yeah. But, great return, he wrestled as good as ever. Uh, better, better. Yeah, I think yeah. better, seriously. Yeah, I'm super yeah. biased, but... I just, yeah. he looked really and, good. And even though Del Rio was in it, it really wasn't that bad was of a match. It was a pretty good match. I, uh, 
it was it's just truly amazing what John Cena can yeah. do. Like, well, the fact that he came back so early. Yeah. And those who say they padded their return time, are you kidding me? Torn tricep surgery, come on, he came back in two months. Yeah. Don't hate because he works harder than anybody else. Yeah. Don't be hating. And on a, on a note, I thought it was actually really cool the videos they showed of him like daily or like yeah. weekly, like, yeah. get, like getting ready. You could just tell like the early days he was like kind of like depressed because he, yeah. couldn't, he couldn't do it, like work out, do anything. Yeah, he crazy. still did. He's like, I can't work out for five minutes. I got stitches, but I'm going to bench press 150 yeah. pounds. Yeah, I thought that was really funny, though. He's sitting at the edge of, of a weight we set, and he just like, yeah, I can't work out. I'm not supposed to do this. Yeah, I can't work out, then just leans back and starts Watch me. I'm just, I'm just going to do yeah. this. Yeah. It just shows that his dedication, that he wanted to be back, and he was back, and I, that was a big part of why Hell in a Cell was such a big yeah. pay-per-view. Like, it really, it was a good one. So that... Uh, he won, and then the next night to open Raw, which oh, was really cool. Yes, this was Cena awesome. goes out, and uh, I actually was watching with the volume down because I had some people over and we were uh, messing around. But I, I just I hear Sandow come out. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then <laughs> he's beaten up Cena, like, like actually successfully, like injuring Cena, him like, to death. Beat, and I'm like, oh my gosh! <laughs> Calls out the ref. There's pieces and flying from the briefcase. <laughs> actually, yeah, and officially cashes in and has the best match of Sandow's career. Uh, absolutely. Very, it's incredible. Very good match. This is funny, though. This is hilarious. I was watching, and I'm just like, oh, I don't take back. Oh, my gosh, I'm so happy. And Sandow comes out, and like you alluded to, I'm like, nah, okay, whatever. Yeah. They're going to talk, and oh, my gosh, look, it's John Cena. He's back. Yay. <laughs> it didn't occur to me, even after Sandow attacked him, it did not occur to me uh, that he might cash in. Mm. I didn't even think about it. So it wasn't until he was like, all right, I'm cashing in, that I was like, oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is going to be like a one-night reign. Because, yeah. honestly, I, I thought, I thought so they too. put the title on Sandow. And I'm going, okay, what are they going to do? Are they, you know, was Cena maybe not quite ready? Does he need a few more weeks? I know better than that, but I'm just trying to figure out what's going yeah. on. Mm -hmm. And But I, I had resigned myself to the fact that, you know, Cena was losing the title 24 hours within winning it. And I'm okay with that because he's back, you know. Mm -hmm. I was just hoping that it wasn't because he needed more time off. Or yeah. maybe he wasn't quite as ready as he thought he was. But the the match was, was un unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, was... you heard the crowd chanting, this is awesome. Yeah. And... You don't hear that very often during a Cena match because, no. let's face it, he's not the best wrestler, uh, great storyteller, Yeah, and the crowd very, very, very strong, but very, uh, not the best wrestler, and they're very, yeah, they're, they he's are... He's had uh, some of the most incredible matches, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's very tough. Yeah, for a guy who's not that great of a wrestler, he, some of the stuff he's, he does is just... Okay, well, here's where I would incredible. say he's not that great of a technician, yeah. or right. technical wrestler, but... As a, not even just and he's not very graceful. Okay, yeah, but he is a heck of an athlete. Like, yes. His, for his strength and just like, um, I don't know, he's toughness. Like, yeah, definitely. Incredibly tough. But he shows he he's very good. It's not one-sided mm -hmm. matches. He's very like that. Him and Sandow both brought it, and it made a great, very memorable start to Raw. So uh, the match is going on, and I'm thinking, all right, Sandow's gonna win. And he doesn't, which it's it's actually interesting in a lot of ways because uh, mm -hmm. the person who beat Sandow, John Cena, was the first person to yes. lose yeah. with their briefcase. So now it's, I think you were saying a few days ago, it's kind of like his redemption of like, yeah. I lost, now, yep. you know, he's lost. But this was actually the first one to lose on a pinfall, not a True. disqualification. Yeah. But still, a lot of people online, just because I was just thinking, uh, yeah. were like, uh, upset, like, oh my gosh, they just buried Sandow, but not really, because that... Considering he put on the best match exactly. of his career, yeah. that, at least televised. He's not out of the... T I don't think he's out of the title. No, I don't either. Means. I think there's a good chance uh, there would be a triple threat at Survivor Series between yep. the three. Well, and a lot of times a loss like that actually can put somebody on mm -hmm. the map rather than bury yeah. them. And you're always going to yeah. have critics who, no matter what creative does, no matter what WWE does, they're going to complain exactly. about it. Especially where it involves John Cena. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's not, it's so not worth it. Yeah. So, in the month we've got two new champs, John Cena as world champion. Woo! 
Rhodes family as tag champions. Uh, oh yeah, I kind of forget. Yeah. You know, but yeah, Orton is the <laughs> WWE. Vacant is no longer. Yeah. <laughs> so also but there was we also had... another title match at Hell in a Cell that I think you were pretty excited. Oh about. gosh, <laughs> that was funny. The Divas. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, so I guess I'll just <laughs> uh, AJ defended the Divas title against Brie Bella, and, and I for sure was just like. <laughs> She's going to lose. I've been saying that for the past three years because I don't want her to lose. It, uh, but I just feel like with the whole Total Divas thing, they're just, they want it on a Total Divas. They want to put that over it, yeah. Where I thought it was going to be Natalia, but now they've just turned Brie face in a weird, awkward way just because Very awkward. it's open about her and Daniel Bryan. Like, blah, 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 so blah, blah. I guess that's enough to, Sorry. I don't know. But, so, Brie, I will say this. I don't, re- I don't like the Bellas, really. Me neither. But... Brie has gotten better in the ring. Like she actually feel it actually feels like she's trying and like I, cares. I agree. I could give two craps about Nikki. Really. Oh yeah. Brie is yeah. like giving. I'm starting to get a little bit more, I guess, respect because she actually it looks like she's trying. She can make a match seem interesting now. Well, but, uh, considering who she spends a lot of time with, you can imagine where she gets <laughs> yeah. her skills. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of training mm-hmm. involved there. So. Yeah. So, anyways, AJ actually beats Brie, and I was. I was very happy to see <laughs> He was actually really angry at first. Yeah, very, very I angry. Have, I may have yelled. He may have yelled an obscenity. Loudly. Very loudly. It was, His mama was in the house. Yeah, but it, yeah, so AJ won. So that's good. And she's still being awesome. And is having a good title reign. But another top feud is finally, I think, coming to a close here with CM Punk. And Paul yes. Heyman. And so CM Punk and Ryback had a hell of a cell. Oh, CM Punk versus Ryback and Paul and Heyman. Paul. <laughs> and so Ryback goes out there. Paul Heyman uh, goes on top of the cell. It and just, some, it just stays up there for the whole match. I'm holding on to one of the support yeah. cables. Yeah. Uh, which, <laughs> okay, it, was kind of it was kind of funny, but uh, Ryback just uh, can't really, you know, perform very well. <laughs> so uh, no. the match was kind of... <laughs> Not stellar or anything. And it's, but, I, I did repeat it last year too. Yeah, well, it actually, it was the same match. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, I didn't the, really feel like it was a Hell in a Cell match. No, it just happened to be in the big cage because yeah, there, there wasn't there wasn't the yeah. intensity or the. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like not yeah. taking anything away from Punk. Yeah, yeah. you it can just, only carry so much on your back during yeah. the match. <laughs> yeah, just saying. Well, Punk, I feel like the match was meant for the ending. Yes, just that beating up of. Paul Heyman, which we can assume goodness. is the end of it. And on Raw, he had a street fight with Ryback. And then afterwards, uh, the Wyatt family attacked him. Along with later, or earlier in the night, they also attacked Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. So there could be something uh, brewing there for Survivor Series. Well, and they've been picking on The Miz, too. They are, yeah, so there well, probably yeah, is some sort of elimination. It, yeah, which... But now Miz and Kane seem to have a thing. Oh yeah, which okay. Is so random. Mm-hmm. I oh, have to say, sorry. Uh, Hell in a Cell. One of the most memorable things for me, just that I was just like, yeah, was Kane's return. Like it was just yes. a little thing, but like, it was very cool because it kind of left it out, you know, in the open. He chokes Miz. Miz's like, wait, what? And then on Raw, he has a match with Miz. It's just a very short match, and then he calls Stephanie out. You're like, okay, uh, and then he's like. Blah blah blah. You, you're evil and all this stuff, but it's best for business. Yeah. And you're like, is this is Kane going corporate? And then he walks up there, takes his mask off, and gives it to Stephanie and walks out. So. <laughs> and the look on her face was yeah. downright scary. <laughs> she starts like, like confused and kind of scared, and then she gets like an evil grin on yeah. her face and like holds it up. So what I'm thinking, Mwah. what it seems like is, a giant fruit roll. Is it like, <laughs> is it like Stephanie now is just like has his power and can just, like, use him. Is it, that's what I, I was think that's the idea, is yeah. It's basically, like, I'm yours to... Because he actually said, like, the... What did he say? Mm-hmm. The monster is yours to unleash or something yep. like that. So I think it's basically, like, he is just gonna... If somebody... She wants, you know, to deal with someone, mm-hmm. all she... She can just call out Kane to do it. So, mm-hmm. but... Here's my... Release the Kraken! <laughs> they kind of left it open-ended as... Yeah, he took the mask off, but we didn't see him without it. So I hope it's kind of one of those things. I hope he actually does have mm-hmm. the mask off, but you don't know if he. Yeah. Just, just the way they set it up. I, but 
Yeah, we'll see where that goes. Right, and we all know that this storyline's gonna wind up in a Survivor Series Elimination mm-hmm. match. Yeah, no doubt. With Team Corporate versus, I honestly have... Team WWE? Yeah, I, I, Team <laughs> Dumbverse. Yeah, we'll yeah I don't really know what they're gonna do with that, but... It's, it's actually really interesting that, you know, while we're on the topic of, you know, is Kane going corporate, it's it's interesting because it's kind of a throwback to, in the late 90s, so over 10 years ago, they did the corporate ministry, which The Undertaker was involved in, yeah. and that was the strangest thing that you didn't see coming, but, it you know, the, the corporation and the Ministry of Darkness kind of uh, merged, yeah. and so it, it's interesting, it's kind of like a, uh, a modern day, um, like, allusion to that sort of. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But if Kane goes out there wearing a suit, I, oh. I don't know if I can take that one. But yeah, that, that well, might be Undertaker never did yeah. that either. <laughs> it was just this very strange, but yeah. their, I have to say their mashup entrance theme was sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then there's the Rhodes family. I'm not a huge fan of the Rhodes family mashup. Yeah. Oh gosh. It's just, it's really awkward. This is what I think of it. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of weird. If you haven't heard it, listen to it and... You know, Laugh. get your own opinion of it. Or some, some people thought baseball. it was great. I just mashups they can either go great or they can go terribly. I don't like. Uh, well, I don't know. Well, maybe we'll save that for another podcast. Yeah, yeah. that, that th- could be fun. I can think of some more mashups. Top five mashups. Yeah. Worst five mashups. Yeah. So is that about you know the main things going on that you can think of right now, or is there anything that's just like been going on that's just like oh yeah this? Not really that I can think of. Yeah. I don't really think so. Pretty much. I mean, obviously, there's just been you know people not doing much. Like, well, the Usos. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like the Usos are more in the spotlight now again, yeah. which mm-hmm. is good, and I hope that I hope things continue to go that way because they've got. I mean, they have tag team champions written all over them. Yeah, they do. So it's just a matter of when, and you know, will they stay on? You know on the main card long yeah. enough, you know. Yeah. I hope so. Well, um, and so far, so good right now, but they've had them where they were pushing them like crazy, and, and then, then... just like, well, yeah. yeah, so... But yeah, right now... It seems like a roller coaster ride with them. They definitely are the... Other than the uh, champions and the former champions, they're the top tag team. Yeah. Well, and I could see them being... Um, I could see them having enough credibility to eventually take the titles from the Roses, mm-hmm. yeah. or you know whoever may take the titles from them. Yeah. So I, I feel like they're they're ready. It's just yeah, a matter definitely. of you know when. But yeah. I'm I'm very glad to see them, you know, more on the uh, on the main card more often. Yeah. Hopefully it'll continue that way. Mm-hmm. And there is one little minor storyline to be. Forgot to mention the whole thing with Los Matadores and Brillo oh, Americans. Yeah, that is. That is it's, it's not really. It's more or less just showing off Los Matadores. But yeah, uh, it's, especially the little miniature bull. Yeah, that, yeah that's which uh, I don't know. He's he's got a lot of skills. Mm-hmm. I just first time I saw them debut, I just was like, please no, yeah. <laughs> this. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It, it is kind of cool, and it makes people want to see them. And again, yeah. it. It caters to the PG era, and yeah, you know something the kids it. like. Yeah. But it's it's somebody who can who is is a small guy who can actually do something in the ring, mm-hmm. unlike Hornswoggle. Yeah. Sorry guys, but <laughs> I'm just being honest. He's worthless. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So yeah, you know if we if we missed anything, sorry. It'll probably so, randomly occur to us halfway through yeah, the podcast. Yeah, we'll just get back to that. <laughs> so let's zoom on over to NXT for a little bit. Uh, I've, I still haven't seen it. Well, uh, it's been it. k- kind of about the you know the, the same stuff because there's it's uh, once a week and they don't use everyone every episode, so mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of a slower progression, but still very good. Um, Bodell is still the champion. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, Sami Zayn was chasing the title still, but he he is not getting another shot apparently for mm-hmm. a while. And uh, one of the most interesting uh, parts to me right now is I talked about him last time. Is this uh, Aiden English? Oh, yeah, he he's still getting he's still pretty awesome. He sings a different song every time he comes out. It's so usually the same melody, just different. 
words and <laughs> it's pretty sweet. In fact, the crowd actually and he's good, right? Oh yeah, like this good. is like he's legit. Yeah, he's good. good and after it. the match, the crowd loves him. After every match, they chant encore and he sings it up. He's oh my gosh, how cool! Uh, he he's very cool just because he's unique. Uh, he's just been you know wrestling people. He's not really in any serious stories, but. Tyler Breeze and CJ Parker. Are <gasps> That's the, my boy. <laughs> yeah, he, they're they were actually the main event this week. Oh my gosh! And, I would uh, love to watch. So that. Tyler Breeze, th like this has been pretty heated. This has been going on for for probably since about the end of summer. And uh, CJ stole his uh, Tyler Breeze's phone and was taking selfies with people. <laughs> that in the totally crowd. sounds like him. Yeah, he. Uh, okay, guys, sorry, I have to interrupt <laughs> here if you don't mind. Nope. CJ is very kind of kind of really special to me because from my very first Dreamwave show in 2009, he was there. So for a couple years, I saw him consistently every month wrestle at Dreamwave. I got to know him. Um, so when you were talking about him doing selfies in the crowd with people, I can totally see that because that really is you know who he is. Yeah. That's he's just a, a goofy guy, a really funny guy, and. Um, it's going to be really special to me when, I mean, eventually I'm sure we'll get called up to the main roster. Yeah. And that's going to be one of those moments, like the first time I saw Seth Rollins, uh, because I used to watch him on the indies. But I, I've seen CJ even more on the indies, so it's just going to, he's always going to be special to me. So it's really exciting to hear that he's actually been on the card, yeah. like on in the matches, and mm -hmm. even now in the main event. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Did this whole, like, few star with him, like, Bombing Tyler Breeze's promo. Yeah, he basically promo bombing yeah. in the background. And that was happening around July, August. But now they've had they've had numerous matches back and forth. And so CJ stole his phone. So Tyler Breeze wanted to get some revenge. He goes in there and cuts off some of his dreads. Oh, gosh. And he ca now he carries them around like a... Like a prize. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, they had their big, a big match, uh, I guess... Wednesday is when I think NXT like airs. I watched it today, but uh, they had their big, big match, and CJ Parker got the win. But it was nice. a good match. It's it's really been back and forth, pretty heated rivalry, just kind of like, you know, just over. Uh, CJ Parker just being like kind of a goofy, goofy guy, which uh, <laughs> I guess rubs Tyler Breeze the wrong way because he's just trying to. Because he's know, a tool. Love him so <laughs> yeah, exactly. He is. Sorry. But, and I don't remember if I said this last time, but the crowd chants "Breeze is gorgeous." Like that's one. Of oh, the this chants. is the guy you're saying. Like people love him, and we have no idea why. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, yeah. That's, that's crazy. Um, in the divas in NXT, it's been. Yeah. How's cool. your girl Paige doing? Uh, very good. She's still the champ. Her and Summer Rae. Oh, uh, Summer Rae is awesome. Yeah. That's one thing. Yeah. I, I'm really glad to see that she's wrestling. Yeah, that was TV awesome. Now. She yes. actually is wrestling, finally. Because and her and Natalia had a cool match on yeah. her. Yeah. Oh, she, she's good. Week. She's good. And it, it is and cool then after... And match at Helen as well, too. Yes. Yeah, that was her debut. Which, which was the mixed tag. Yeah, yeah, but still, but, the, the Divas definitely shined in that match. Mm -hmm. uh, for being on the main roster for like half a year now or so, she it, it's cool she's actually getting a chance mm -hmm. to... Yep. Wrestle. So NXT, her and Paige. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> her and Paige are had a match, and Sasha Banks is um, Summer Rae's, you know, kind of like main girlfriend, and they're just kind of like, kind of like you know, being cool. like, yeah, kind of <laughs> like that. And there's Emma, and Emma's always trying to help Paige. Paige is trying to help Emma, but it's obviously leading to a Paige versus Emma because hmm. in uh, numerous occasions. Uh, Paige went out to help Emma and went to like you know clothesline Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks ducked, hit Emma. Uh, so gotcha. th then this time Emma went to help Paige, accidentally hit Paige, and now it's like kind of back and forth. They're just they keep accidentally hitting each other, but it's it's obviously leading to a match, and they're the two the two most loved divas at NXT and by me. So yeah. uh, that would be a good match. He's yeah. just saying. Emma will probably take the belt, and I think Paige will be on the main roster very soon, really. You think so? But it's kind of sad because she's so good in NXT, but, and like, she's like a huge part of it, but... Well, and hopefully once she gets to the main roster, she'll be used properly. I, yeah, if they, if... Because the, I know that is a challenge for them. Yeah, I would... <laughs> oh my they gosh, her and AJ can have some of the greatest, greatest stuff. But, um, there's also... Colin Cassidy and Enzo Amore, they're kind of like 
kind of like Jersey Shore-ish kind of guys. But they're like, they were heels, now they're like faces, just kind of by default because they were against heels. And now there's this big, big uh, guy who they describe as like a Roman gladiator. He's like a big, fat, but like agile guy named <laughs> Alexander Rusev. Sort of like maybe like a Samoa Joe? Uh, yeah, kind of, but he's like... I'm not calling you fat, Joe. He's like big, like he's like bigger and not like as cool. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's not, he's, he's impressive, but he has this French guy named Sylvester Lafort who has kind of managed a few different guys. One thing about NXT, not to go off on a tangent, is they have a lot of managers and stuff and it's really cool. So, Sylvester Lafort just actually wrestled in his debut thing, and Alexander Rusev randomly attacked him. It was just really random. I don't really know. I just figure I should touch on that, because that's happening. And, yeah. There wasn't any guest this week, but NXT is still probably the best. Really cool. best I, I think NXT is getting to the point that they don't really need the guests, because the guests were obviously on there to help promote yeah. the show, but I think they're getting to the point now that they really don't need it. Yeah, they but and it's, also a, draw, it's also a uh, yeah. drawing point for people in you know, yeah. the area. Like, hey, we're well, but I think it's cool that the guys who started there like go back, mm -hmm. and even the guys who never were part of NXT or OVW still, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. still go there. Yeah. Um, so... That is cool. Yeah, so NXT's going good. I think it would actually be really sweet if upcoming they actually had a... It might be random for people who don't follow NXT, but maybe like use an NXT rivalry as like a pre-show to a pay-per-view. Like oh, yeah. I think that would be so cool. Like, put the NXT well, title on probably, the line. Yeah. People would be like, wait, what is this? And then they'd want to watch NXT. That's like, right, it would pique the interest. Uh, however, they did... When they put an NXT superstar in the Royal Rumble... Oh! Okay, so vote out. Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> oh, big rivalry I forgot to mention is Adrian Neville and Corey Graves. They were the tag team champs, and Corey Graves turned on Adrian oh. Neville. And now that's getting intense. Like, intense. <laughs> so that is, that's going on. I can't believe I forgot that, because that is very, very heated. They're both two of my favorites on there for sure. So, yeah, NXT is awesome. <laughs> so, now it's time for one of... We've done it once, obviously, because we've had one uh, <laughs> one episode, but a segment where we pick a random superstar out of a list of a hundred. Last week was Gregory Helms. This time we got a little more fancy. We have all the numbers in this bucket, a WrestleMania 28 bucket. So it's a fish. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to pick our random superstar Dave or tag team. Who's it going to be? <laughs> Number five. Number five. And it is. Ryback. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I'm excited. Ryback is uh, Skip Sheffield from the Nexus. And he debuted as Ryback on TV in like April, right after WrestleMania 28, actually. And basically was just this dominant, like. Winning, like, had a winning streak for, like, months, and he People had... People really got into him. Yeah. They loved him. He had his catchphrase of, feed me more, more, and it, he was really over, and uh, he was looked at as uh, as the new Goldberg in the chance to <laughs> reign today. Uh, yes. Um, so, Ryback is... Yeah, he's Ryback. What do you guys think about Ryback? Go ahead. <laughs> well, when he first debuted, I thought it was kind of cool how they were taking people from like local wrestlers to kind of show them off, but it still really wasn't impressive because they're all like tiny guys who, yeah, he could pick two of them up, but together they probably weighed maybe 200 pounds <laughs> together. <laughs> Soaking so, wet, holding bricks. Yeah, so it really wasn't that impressive. So he didn't really impress me when he first like debuted or whatever. And, he still really hasn't, because he just, I don't know, he's just boring, and they seem to, apparently somebody in WWE sees something in him, clearly. since they keep pushing him, but, he's a big guy. yeah, he, he just, I don't know, he just really hasn't impressed me yet. Is it my turn? Yes. Oh, yay. <laughs> I can't take him seriously, I just can't. Uh, I watched the first NXT with, you know, Brian and all those guys, and... Some of which they're not even using properly 
to this day, and then they're overusing some of them who don't have talent. And in my opinion, one of them is Ryback. Right Sorry, but yeah, that's my opinion. <laughs> um, he's a big guy. That's what, you know, that's what he has going for him. He's a big guy, and for some reason, the crowd didn't react to him. I, but I remember, I'll say, I remember when he actually had real competition last summer, I want to say. Um, somewhere around that time because we all went to a show mm. and we were excited to see him. Yeah. All of us. Like, yeah. I won't lie. Yeah. Um, so he, he was interesting for a time, but it's just gotten to where it's been a year and what, like a year and a half since then. And he's still the same one dimensional character he yeah, was in my opinion. And he just doesn't, doesn't impress me. He's strong. He's big, but he's not. He, he's not very good in the ring, and I don't ever want to hear him talk on the mic. <laughs> ever. It's not as bad as some people. And the bad. bullying thing just makes no sense. Yeah. So, sorry, Redback, not impressed with you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, uh, when, uh, when Redback debuted, probably, I was... Ryback. Yeah, and, <laughs> and honestly, I was probably, I guess you could say I was on, I was on the Ryback mobile for... For a little bit, for a decent amount, until okay. So he debuted. I'm like, okay, this guy's cool, whatever. But he, like Joseph said, he's just been squashing local guys, and that went on for at least three months. And you can't, it can't keep your interest for that long. So when he had some actual competition, it was kind of, kind of neat. I remember really, just not really caring about him for a while until about like later 2012, probably like October, November, I remember actually being pretty, pretty into him, and just because, I don't know, I was just like, alright, whatever, but well, around, around, it was intense, when he'd come out and the crowd would just be so into yeah. it, you couldn't kind of help but get sucked into it, yeah. whether you wanted yeah. to or not. I was, I, I, I was, I was in the Feed Me More thing, I, I was, I really liked the song, I actually still like the song, that's all he's got yeah. going for me, <laughs> yeah. for me now. But around a Royal Rumble, at least beginning of 2013, I just lost interest. Like, really, because he didn't improve at all in the ring. He was just, it was like he plateaued at, like, not very good. One-dimensional Like, he character. just, like, when he started having, having matches, because at first all I wanted was to see him in an actual match. I was like, dang, yeah. this guy's going to be really good when he actually wrestles a match. And then he did, but he's still not good. He just has a... He's a power guy, but he's not safe in the ring. Not he's very... He doesn't care about the per. I I guess I can't say this, you know, I'm not him, but it just doesn't seem like he... And just reports backstage is he just doesn't really care, like, about the people. He's not a safe worker. He's, he's not a very... He's reckless. Yeah, exactly. Not good. Uh, but he's been pushed to... He was pushed to the moon this year. They turned him heel after WrestleMania, and by that time I was... I was Dumb. I just didn't care. So I can't say I've always not liked him. Most of 2012, I did like him. But something in 2013, I just stopped caring, I guess. And I remember I thought he was going to win the Royal Rumble. And then uh, he didn't. Yeah. And John Cena won, so that's good. But, <laughs> so I haven't cared at all. I do like his song. But uh, he changed from the, like, Feed Me More thing to Ryback Rules, which I thought was the most retarded thing I've ever heard. It was around there. He yeah. started kind of like a bullying gimmick, which I guess he's still he's still kind of in. Bit, but yeah. he would just backstage would like bully yeah. people. Yeah. Like it was like a high school bully. He literally was the high school bully. Yeah. Uh and it, <laughs> there were times it was like mildly humorous, like you pick up a guy and like throw him through a table. Or, like but that was it. Like, it was like, okay, what's the point? Why are you showing me this? And he can't, he has no mic skills, really. He, he's just, That's where they he's passed, they put him, he <laughs> was, if he was going to win the title, which would have been awful, he would have done it in uh, May and June when he had the chances, and he didn't, thankfully. And then he kind of went off, and I've actually heard reports, just rumors and stuff that there's big heat on him backstage, and like yeah. he's probably actually it might be taken off the main roster. Oh, huh. Like, legitimately, because wow. he's just not... He doesn't have a good attitude. Like, these are all just rumors I've heard, but if they're true, I would believe them. He just doesn't seem like the type, you know? So, we'll see where that goes, but my opinions on Ryback is not really a fan. Not really a fan. So... 
three thumbs down. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, yeah, Ryder. Right sorry, Skip. There's, there's better. There's be oh yeah, just just for you. Yep, yep, yep. That was that was his old catchphrases. Skip show. Please don't remind us. <laughs> All right, next pay per view <clears throat> is Survivor Series, which is a, You're gonna pick which is a great <laughs> great one. You know, it's one of the big four. Yep. Uh, well, Last arguably, year I was there getting a nosebleed in the ceiling, <laughs> but I was there. But the Shield, Shield debut. Yes. yes. I saw Tyler Black in the parking lot. I went, oh my god, Survivor Series. <laughs> yeah, that that was cool. Sorry. I remember you texting and saying like, "Oh my gosh, Tyler Black's here," but you didn't think anything. No, I didn't think anything was going. Well, with. because I see a lot of times I'll see the the guys from NXT drive by. I saw a guy from Dreamwave drive by at Survivor Series. <laughs> he, you know, he later told me he was just an extra backstage, and they had asked him to be there. Yeah. Um, he lives in Indiana, cool, so though. it made sense. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, so I didn't think anything of it when I saw him. Yeah. So, but Survivor Series ha is. I guess what the main gimmick of the pay-per-view, or at least it was, is team matches and elimination matches and stuff. Whereas now, it's not as much as it used to be where it, when it started, it was literally like all the matches were like mm -hmm. team eliminations. Yeah. Like four on four, five on five, three on three, no matter what. Which would be pretty sweet if this year they brought a big focus onto that again. Like last yeah. year they had one announced, and then they brought in another one just to use people. Which... Mm -hmm. I thought it was nice, just because that's part of the the pay-per-view. That's one of those pay-per-views where the title could not be the main event. You could get yeah. away with having, yeah. like, five big names against five big names, and yep. it still draw the attention. Well, because that, initially, that was the gimmick. Exactly. Yeah. That was the gimmick of and, the pay-per-view. And, and this was and this was always a good time for uh, the brand exchanges, because they had teams. Yeah. 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 Well, and in 2010, they did... Yeah. I yeah, love that match. and in 2010, uh, they did Team Nexus versus Team WWE, mm -hmm. and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah, <laughs> especially when Brian ended up being the the final member of Team WWE. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. So we know we'll at least get one, yeah. but it would be very nice if yeah, two if there three. were like two or three, just kind of like you know, it looks like there's gonna be like Wyatt family versus Punk Brian, maybe is and possibly. But here's the thing: is it yeah. gonna be a three on three, or do you think they're going to do like Team Y and then two other people against five other people? What do you think? Um, I, I'm guessing it'd probably be three on three. That would make more sense because yeah. White Family don't really need to work with right. Yeah, players, they don't need to ally. And there's not the really a reason. Yeah. Uh, so do you, and they could do like Team, you know, the, the Team Team Authority Corporation, Corporation yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. Versus, I guess what Team Big Show or something, or <laughs> but. Something that I was thinking that they could do was like have Sean turn out to like Triple H forced him to do it like he didn't want to so he like turns on Triple H and then just team Triple H versus team Sean. Yeah, that's that was an initial um, thought before. Yeah. I don't unfortunately at this point they don't have time to yeah. do that, but that yeah, I don't awesome. yeah. I don't see them doing it now. That would have been sweet. Even like oh, after like Raw last week, I don't see him doing it now. But that's initially that's what I was thinking mm -hmm. was going into. And that could have been the main event, right there. Yeah, you know, Dan Brown would have been captain, mm -hmm. I guess, of oh yeah, of Team HBK. Oh, and then Orton would be yeah. And then of, probably yeah. you could have the Shield. Dude, there. see, they sh you guys should have just done that. That would have been. Smart. That would have been awesome. But they're also Shame they're obviously the they're going to do a Triple H versus Big Show match sometime. Yeah. So it could happen here. Depends on how long they're gonna draw. I mean, they they can yeah. even just draw this out until like WrestleMania. Has yeah, but that's, oh that's too long. I can't. Well, do yeah. Too much. Because, <laughs> too much, guys. Yeah. I think so. I think it could work at Survivor Series. Yeah. It being one of the big four. You know, I'm not saying main mm -hmm. event. Just have it on there. I think that could work. Mm -hmm. And it'd be <laughs> like Big Show wins. He gets his job back. Triple. Uh, if he loses, he'll actually. Isn't it in Boston? Um, it probably is. I, Sorry, random. I shiny. Moment. I really don't know. She has a lot of. It those. probably is. Like, something else I think, like, how you said last year they just had a random match just to use people. I would even be okay if they did that because it shows, showcases people who normally don't yeah. get a spot on a pay-per-view. Yeah. yeah, like, I think well, last, last year, year was, it was great. Like, yeah. I remember, like, Brodus Clay, I think Tyson Kidd and, like, Justin mm -hmm. Gabriel, Primetime Players, they were just yeah, all yep, yeah, yeah. Tensai, I remember that was before he was with Brodus Clay. Yeah, it was, yes. it was like... Before but the fat dancing to You had just random people, but it was very exciting, very cool match. And they could just do another one of those. Mm -hmm. Just use people. Yeah. Use yeah. people. And it was a good match, too. It was it was it, it was exciting. And I think it was 
It was probably like the first match too, I think. First or second. Yeah, I want to say it was the opener. Yeah, yeah. which but that's a good opening. I was trying to stop my nosebleed, so you know. (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) that was a joke. It really was. I was really way up there. That was scary. Like here's the ring. She's. Yeah, uh, I'm even higher than that. Yeah. It was crazy. So, but, but I was the second person ever to buy the brand new John Cena gear. I would like to point that, that is, out. That the is dark so blue. That's I was excited. I want to be the first, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it's okay. So, what do we think? For obviously, we no no matches have been announced for Survivor Series. Nope. Uh, nope. So what do you think could be some? Obviously, we've been talking about you know the the, the teams, yeah. but um, they'll probably have like a a Rhodes versus another Shield match. Mm-hmm. They, they might even throw the Usos in there. I'm really there. hoping the Usos get thrown in there. Yeah. Just do like like even like do what they used to do. Wow. Like a ways back when they had like four teams. And well, or they could even put that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Or they could put these two tag teams versus these two tag teams yeah. and have it like an eight man tag elimination. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would be almost like a Survivor. Yeah, it would, would be, be awesome. like a Survivor Series. Or they could do the Shield yeah. and uh, or they're pushing Real American yeah. versus like, the and they're pushing Big E against oh well, against yeah Big E and Ambrose. So they could do Big Good E call. and. The Rhodes versus the Shield, and then like winner takes all in Illinois. That would be very cool. Oh, I've, been wanting, I've been wanting to do a winner nice. takes all since the Shield have won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that would have been a way, a cool way for them to lose them. Well, and they could now cool. because, you know, here's Dean Ambrose still with the United States yeah. Championship, and the Rhodes is with the tag team mm-hmm. titles. So it would be interesting because One team no matter going. what, somebody yeah. is, is losing that, a title. Book it. That is good. <laughs> good yeah, call, buddy. Very nice. So, on the top of the Shield. Shield. Uh, we know the that shoot. they. If, uh, there was a backstage segment, Dean Ambrose with his yep. U.S. title, talking into the camera, very, uh, you know, mm-hmm. talking about how he still has the has a title. He even says like, uh, he's the only member of the Shield that can mm-hmm. hang on to his mm-hmm. belt. Very, you could see the looks of the yeah. of the other two not very happy, just basically death staring. Yeah, which I think is. It's a seed being planted. I yeah. think so too. And it's the first seed to be planted. Mm-hmm. I don't I think, think there's so been too. any sign of it split. Yeah. It's kind of nice to see because it's not going to happen next week or anything. No. But it's slowly going. And well, and they've yeah. had they've had a good run. I would like to see it go on a little yeah. bit longer, yeah. but it's been a solid, yeah. pretty much a solid year now. Mm-hmm. That they and they've been for the most part they've been very dominant. Oh, yeah. And. It's it's been a great year with them, so yeah. hopefully it, it is a while beforehand. But yeah, it, it's definitely imminent. Yeah. There's gonna be yeah. a split within. I mean, definitely in 2014. I it was think. just cool to see that. Well, a little bit. Yeah, and even like talking about the match that we were just talking about with the winner takes all, whatever. That would be a good way for them to break off because have the show lose and have Dean Ambrose blame Reigns and Rollins or the other way yeah. around and. It'd be a good yeah. way for them because that I think that'll definitely how it'll happen. Yeah, so somehow be big match loss from someone. Mm-hmm. But, Do you guys see Dean Ambrose as the heel? Yes. As a yes. heel when they split? Yeah, yes. so too. Definitely. Well, yeah. just and just after the promo of, of Raw. Yep. Like yeah. just the way he was talking. Well, and the condescending really, attitude. Yes. He, he's just he's so good at. Yeah. He's just very. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, he. It, I definitely see him being the heel. At first, I figured they would have him kind of be. Pull away and just be a face on his own. But Dean right Ambrose? Now, I can't see Ambrose's face. Oh, well, I actually never saw that. I, I, I kind of saw it for a little bit, but now, like, seeing the. But the people promo, like him a lot. Yeah, and see, and that's why I was saying that, because so many people love him, but yeah. after seeing that promo, they are definitely pushing him towards the heel when he splits off well, on his own. Well, I mean, own. he's already. <laughs> well, yeah, but when he, like, what? When he pushes off on his own or whatever, yeah. they're definitely going to keep him. So that him. is just very exciting to see how that goes. So, I guess my. I said it earlier. I honestly think I think they could do a Cena Del Rio Sando triple threat mm-hmm. at Survivor Series, so we don't have well because Del Rio needs his rematch, and so does uh, Sando. Now, well, no, he didn't lose. I still think he'll be put. I think so too. Yeah, and I think that is an exciting. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're gonna take him out of the title scene just because of the yeah, incredible. It would be match very dumb. Well, I'm sorry, but I don't want to see a singles match again yeah. with Del Rio. Yeah, yeah, and um, we could use a good triple threat. They, they haven't had a good one for a while. Uh, and what are some other stuff? But just give Ziggler something to do, please. Please. Uh, don't put him on an expert panel. Give him anything. But Biggie and Axel. Well, yeah, actually, Biggie and Dean Ambrose is looking more like yeah. that. But I, I am very behind the Biggie face turn. Mm-hmm. I, 
Yeah, he, people he care about him now. I he mean, needed something because after the whole him and AJ kind of split yeah, it he up, wasn't and, he yeah, I'm he, very well, that was just so awkward. Yeah, yeah. But I think so I think putting him with Punk, uh, having them do the thing where no, he no, ran no, back no. in and helped. That was awesome. Um, that definitely helped Big yeah. E toward the the heel disposition, dude. <laughs> my mom's freaking out texting me. My John must be on SmackDown right now. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, putting pairing Punk and Big E, which was so random, mm -hmm. but it really has, and it, it has helped, and people care about Big E now. I yeah. I couldn't stand him. I didn't care that he was on TV. Yeah. But now it's it's he's um, much more believable. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like well, he's an interesting character now yeah. that he's a face. I can I can yeah. actually like get into it. Yeah. People loved bit. him when he was on NXT. Exactly. That's he's not gonna be was, my favorite guy, yeah. but I was waiting for them to turn face because just on NXT he's he was always a face. Mm -hmm. And I was like whenever they turn face it's just gonna work. Like yeah. yeah. He's actually really, really funny too. Like in like promos and stuff he hasn't really got much of a chance. And to me, him and Ryback are like I like Biggie. I think he's a very good powerhouse, like, big guy, whereas Ryback is just, like, not. He so. just needs ring gear that fits him. Yes. 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 I he just like to point that and out. Not a huge, and he's, I don't know, his hair's kind of weird, but I don't know. His whole care. face is weird. Yeah. I like him. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I like him, too. He, he's all right. He's a beast, yeah. but he's got some interesting so, yeah. things. And we're told that we got Biggie as our superstar. We like Biggie. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah. So something else I think they might have like that might happen. This kinda goes back to the whole like AJ the whole AJ thing, like they they've been they put Tamina with her and Tamina she's she's like helped out during matches but she hasn't done a lot. I think eventually they're gonna have like Tamina turn on AJ and have like a yeah, Tamina AJ feud for the, the title, which she I think would be really cool. Well and yeah, you could definitely see Tamina taking the title yeah. off. Yeah. That would be believable. Mm -hmm. I'm not taking anything away from AJ. I don't have anything against AJ. Yeah. Um, AJ has a, has an 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 undeniable passion for the business, mm -hmm. and no matter what she does, I I will respect that because that's something I can absolutely relate to. Mm -hmm. But I could see Tamina, you know, second generation. Yeah. She's a beast. Yeah, I mean, she really she's is. Good. Very good. Um, and I could definitely see her taking the title if that mm -hmm. were to happen. If they're a rivalry, and, were and to they happen. put her in a position where they could easily do it. Yep. Definitely. Just because I, as soon as I heard that they were putting Tamina with it, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Okay, they're gonna have Tamina or AJ. We're gonna turn. Well, eventually to somebody's gonna get sick of the other one. Yeah, and it's gonna lead to them probably Tamina. Yeah, I would think so. AJ can be a little crazy sometimes. She's a little unstable. Yeah, just just a little. Maybe bit, some yeah. chemical imbalance going on there. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we'll have to see. You know how we'll have to see how it goes. Nothing's been announced for Star series, so these are all predictions. But I have to say that that match you said. Book it. That would be <laughs> great. to happen. All right, so to finish the podcast, we're kind of going to wrap things up here with um, some questions that we've kind of been thinking. I actually thought of one earlier this week. Actually, I saw something on Facebook that one of the random people on my page had posted. So here's my question to you guys. We've been talking about the Shield on and off the entire mm -hmm. podcast. So my question is, if you had to choose one, who is your favorite member of the Shield? And just kind of tell us why a little bit. Yeah, Anybody want to throw that around? Start, yeah. Oh, gosh. That is a... I mean, I can start if, if you guys are still trying to figure oh, it I out. I can go... It'll okay. give us some time to think. That is a very <laughs> difficult question. And, and I'm not... I will I will pick an a answer. I'm not just going to be the guy who, you know... Who's like, oh, I like him But I, I will say each one of them is extremely talented, put in the perfect position... They're, they couldn't have picked a better three to work together. Reigns is the power. He's got that, that look. Ambrose is just the perfect villainous, like, mm -hmm. just crazy Scary kind of guy. lunatic uh, mouthpiece. And then Rollins is just phenomenal in the ring and shines whether he's getting beat up or, you know, doing the beating. But my favorite... The guy got Dean Ambrose. I'm so heartbroken. <laughs> he has just got a like aura to him of just like a character. Like his personality is just. I don't. I'll never see him as a face. I don't think he'll ever ever be a face. But he could be 
a top heel. Like his, I really, really like his his finisher, the headlock driver thing. Is just, I think it's pretty innovative. Mm-hmm. I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't it's different. seen it. His his skills in the ring are just very unique, and I don't know. You just don't see. He, it's like. In NXT, he actually had a feud with William Regal, and you can kind of see he actually uses some of Regal's moves and stuff as a somewhat of a, I guess you could call it a tribute, but in his way, it's actually kind of a mock. Mm-hmm. But uh, where he really, really shines is his mic skills. Like, I can watch a, a Dean Ambrose pro. You know, <laughs> oh my gosh. Just, just whether it be like a backstage fallout or a uh, just an interview, man, it's... He's he's very impressive. Mm-hmm. The the thing that I like about him is like just the way he presents stuff. Because like people all over the internet are saying he's like the Joker he, of WWE, very much. Which is I think is awesome because Joker's like my favorite he's villain. He's very ominous. So, yeah, I mean like just his yeah. facial expressions and the way he yeah. presents himself in in and outside of the ring. It's just the way, exactly the way he presents himself. Yeah. The way he is in the ring. He he he. But his hair is all greased back and it's just like. He's like he's doing the Joker thing. He literally like he like licks his like sides of his lips and stuff. And, he's and I'll tell you, even at a personal appearance, he's just. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I want to walk up to you or not. I couldn't see past the fact that you know Seth Rollins was yeah. right there. So and he like just about his unique style is he'll just like scratch somebody's back. Like you don't see mm-hmm. many people do that. It's just. Hulk Hogan there. used to do that. That's so random. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so. Shiny moment. They're all fantastic, but I, I guess I can kind of see why Dean Ambrose is, you know, de facto leader. Katrina, your favorite? <laughs> okay, well, uh, I definitely agree with Grimm. I like all three of them. They bring a lot to the table. It's kind of like when they made Evolution. Each mm-hmm. Each person, you know, each member of the stable has a very particular uh part that they play and each of these guys just does an incredible job um i like them all i don't want to take anything away from any of them but absolutely without hesitation uh, my guy is Seth Rollins. and as i've talked about time and time again i wish i brought my little picture um he's he's one of my indie guys and, you know, my indie guys are very special to me. I've got some now that, you know, I keep thinking maybe five years from now they'll be on TV. I, it's something I can't even, uh, it's, it's crazy to think about because, you know, my mom and I would go to shows up in Berwyn, uh, AAW, All-American Wrestling. Uh, they still run shows. But back in 2006 and 2007, um, he was there, Seth, as Tyler Black, and which is why, you know, to me that's, that's just who he is. Um, so I still kind of... That's how I refer to him. But uh, he was, he's always been an incredible athlete and uh, just very intense, um, just knows what he's doing. So impressive. And, uh, you know, just just seeing him on the indie scene. And then I actually got to be at his debut. Like I said, I saw him pull into the parking lot and just lost my marbles because <laughs> it had been so long since I'd seen him. And, you know, you go from seeing someone on a regular basis at a show and then you find out they got signed, and you're like, oh my gosh, really? And But then you don't see them forever. And then he was just there, and I I went a little crazy. <laughs> like I said, he was just like, get me out of here. <laughs> but uh, he's, yeah, and so I actually got to see the Shields debut so cool. at Survivor Series last year. And, you know, when I saw Tyler come in, I didn't think anything of it. You know, he's just a guy they brought in to, you know, as an extra. Or maybe you just wanted to see the show, who knows. Um, and then when when those three actually came out, I was so high up, I kid you not, I didn't know who they were. So I called somebody who I knew was watching the pay-per-view, and I'm screaming into the phone, tell me who these guys are. I'm screaming really loud. Like, I should probably apologize to this guy. Because I'm just like, who are these guys? Is one of them Tyler? Is one of- I'm serious. <laughs> because I was like, I saw him earlier. I know he's here. And uh, poor Marco eventually did say, yes, that is Tyler Black. He's probably deaf in that ear now because I was just, it was so intense. So I kind of feel like I missed out on it a little bit because I couldn't really see. You know, 
Of course, I know that's Dolph Ziggler down there. Mm-hmm. But three guys all in black. Yeah, you're not gonna. I don't know who that is. You know. And Tyler looked a, looks a little different because his hair was all black on the indies, and you know now he's got the blonde streak. So that threw me off a little bit too. Uh, but I, I gotta say, you know, of course they continue to be on TV, and the first time I saw him on TV, uh, tears down my face seriously because it was just it's such a cool thing to you know like know somebody sort of like we weren't like best buddies or anything, but you know I would sit down and talk to him at an after party for a few minutes, you know. I've got pictures with him, you know, my mom's got pictures with him, we've got autographs. So, uh, very emotional when I actually saw him for the first time. Now I've talked way too long. But, um, <laughs> favorite guy by far, easily, Seth Rollins, Tyler Black, always, always special to me. And definitely my top five favorite wrestlers, too. Yeah. So, yep. Sloppy. Well, I'm gonna be that guy, I don't really have a favorite guy. <laughs> Just uh, just because they're so awesome, like you guys said, they all bring their own individual thing to the group. And they are definitely, like, the future of the... Like, they are the future of WWE. Yeah. I can see all of them being WWE champions and World Heavyweight champions and... Yeah. Hopefully wearing less gear one of these days. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. But, yeah, I mean... I, I'm gonna be that guy. I don't really have a favorite. They're all just... Uh, Awesome. <laughs> just, just, is there one that's just a, just Come a on. tiny bit? If, if we all were that guy, just a I, tiny wouldn't bit this, I wouldn't have had to pick one. Come on, like, the, it, it hurt him. You could see it hurt him. For me, it's easy. <sighs> I, I'd probably say Dean Ambrose just because of the way he presents himself. Guys. You're supposed to say Roman Reigns, and we all know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I know, I know, but... Yeah. You failed. Lay a key. <laughs> but I do agree, definitely, with the future. Yeah. Like, in all ways. Not, I don't want to cut you short. I mean, we've no, talked no. for, like... Ever. <laughs> but I think Seth Rollins definitely can be like top face. Yeah. Dean Ambrose could be top heel, and Roman Reigns could do either, really. Mm-hmm. I can see him. And that is either. so funny because Tyler or Seth was spent a good amount of his time on the indie scene as a heel. Yeah. I just so. see him as a face. I just <laughs> yeah. see him like perfect face. Like, and I'm, well, he's just like, cute. The two, like, <laughs> he's so little. And I've said it at WrestleMania 30. I want to see. Ambrose and Rollins for the world heavyweight title. Yes. That'd be sweet. Look that. And R- Roman Reigns could be there too if he wants. I, I really throw, like Roman Reigns. He, he could be the ref. No, uh, I'm just kidding. Just uh, make it a triple threat for the title. Yeah, that would be that. Then that could totally happen. But yeah. Uh, and, I mean, they have had so, triple threats on NXT before, and yeah. it was an awesome match. Yeah. Can you imagine how confused we'd all be if that was actually it's like, happening? Oh my gosh! My brain's so, gonna explode. But before we wrap this up, just on the. Uh, on the shield, one more thing. They definitely have uh, let they've all they've let them all shine, but one that they really I think they let Roman Reigns yes, shine the most. I do so too. He's a uh, beast, which he very much is. But his double spear on Raw was yeah. insane. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so uh, it just seems like they usually have uh, Rollins. Sadly, is always the one who takes the beating, gets yeah. to the pin because he's. He's like Dolph Ziggler. He can sell like yeah, in, like arguably he almost makes the better other guy look good. than Ziggler. He's but his his in ring ability I think tops the other two. Yeah, uh, Reigns his look is just like perfect for what yes you know, what the they look wants. for. Yeah, and Ambrose, and he's very powerful. His presence and his mic skills. That's why they're just a perfect trio. Like, they are. Early on, I remember being like, "Well, why isn't?" Because uh, the only one I even knew. A little bit about was Tyler Black, mm-hmm. yeah. so I was just like, "Well, he should be the guy," you know. But yeah. like the talk. But now you see why they're all doing yeah. their own thing, yeah. and it's it's just exciting. It's so exciting that they're still together, and at some point they're not going to be, and it could yeah. be sooner than later. So, yeah, that is a hard question. Though. Yes. that is. The, 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 I'm really that glad way I got that photo up at Comic Con this year because there may not be a next year. Yeah, with the three of them. Yeah, and. Since yesterday was Halloween, let's have a. We thought of a question earlier, and what is what do you guys think is the creepiest gimmick or creepiest wrestler that they've ever had on a roster? Hmm. To me personally, yeah. Or just, hmm. Like what? What? Who? What wrestler did you see? Like, <laughs> man, that guy's going to give me nightmares. <laughs> I mean, Kane's probably like yeah. early Kane's probably like. Arguably one of the like 
Well, and we were much younger then, obviously, so yeah. he was more an intimidating presence. Just pretty scary dude when he's got yeah. like a full, full everything on, like yeah. not speaking, just like. And obviously, the Undertaker, like, yeah. is just like early on was just kind of like, oh gosh, but. So awesome. uh, I think uh, now Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt oh family, yes. they're very eerie. I think that's a good way to describe yes. it. Just eerie, disturbing, like, uh, oh gosh, no. <laughs> but they're awesome. He reminds me of the girl from The Exorcist. Yeah. The scene when she's running down the stairs and, oh my gosh. You can tell he's. <laughs> He's so into his character. Yeah. Like, yes. He's great. I don't think it's even possible a fat guy can do that. But he did. <laughs> and it was it, it was mm-hmm. scary. It was. Yeah. I agree. Hmm, some other scary. Oh, Boogeyman. Boogeyman, yeah. yeah he's Boogeyman. a freak. But, who, who I, mean, I mean, but I was like he, he was always supposed to be like that funny gimmick, but he still scared the crap out of he's you. Freak. <laughs> he's just creepy. I was never scared well, of yeah, him. Yeah, but he was always but creepy. It was just weird. Then he ate the mole off Jillian's face. Yeah, I mean, that's like, just... Oh, I, see, I totally called that one. The second she showed up, I seriously said, one of these days, the Boogeyman's going to eat that thing off her face. <laughs> and it was months later, but... He did. As soon as I saw that, I just knew they had that for the boogeyman to eat it off of their face. <laughs> uh, so right. random. Yeah, my uh, my answer would probably have to be the boogeyman, mm-hmm. but um, like Grim said, the Wyatts are definitely yeah. up there too. And just as far as just their uh, yeah. and like I always get their names like the guy who wears the sheet mask is the creepiest one. one. Yeah. yeah, just. He doesn't say anything. I he doesn't do much. Really he kind of just stands there. Just, just scares the heck out of me. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and this guy, he, uh, I just think he's awesome. He mm-hmm. was, I think he arguably was supposed to be kind of like a darker, creepier character. Kevin Thorne. Uh, yeah. And Mordecai. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. I thought he was pretty awesome. Kind of just, kind of short-lived, but I just, I just think he's cool. But he was kind of a creepier, Halloween-ish kind yeah. of. Yeah. That was kind fun. Of, uh, Kind of wrestler. Um, then you got people like <laughs> Oz. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about worst gimmicks. We're talking about creepy yeah. gimmicks. At 4 a.m., go to YouTube and look up this Oz character because that was that was pretty funny. Yeah, but I think he was. I think he was supposed to be kind of scary. Or at least that's. <laughs> well, it didn't work. No, it's just. Yeah. Kind of like the Shockmaster falling through the wall with his bejeweled helmet yeah. falling off of his head. Yeah. Sorry, no, we're on a tangent. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think we'll wrap this one up. Uh, if you, you know, you got any any scary gimmicks we left out, just comment below and. And actually, it'd be great to hear who your favorite member of the Shield yeah. is. Yeah, and give um, us. I feel like the bias overall is Dean Ambrose. And that's that's fine. Everybody has their opinion, but hey, if you have an opinion, comment. You yeah. know, we we mm-hmm. want to hear from you. We want to see what you yeah. guys think and and why you think. You know, why they're your favorite. Yeah. So we got any viewers out there? Just uh, give us give us some thoughts, opinions on our podcast. We're on number two, so we're gonna try and do it like a monthly thing. Maybe we might do one two this month. Do one after Survivor Series, mm-hmm. just so we can keep up with the pay per views. But uh, yeah, just. You know, give us, ask us some questions. We'd be glad to answer them so we don't, you know, have to Come think up about with our own <laughs> But, yeah, so leave them below. Like them, subscribe. I'm Grim Chorizo. Katrina Cena. And Sloppy Joe. And we will see you next time. Thanks for watching. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. Later. Peace. Deuces. <laughs>